Yes. Good. Yes. Yes. You got stuff. You got waves. Yes. All right. Say. Uh, Kevin, you want to hit us with an intro? Oh, sure. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our <laughs> TBD podcast title. Um, today, we will yeah. be discussing uh, Modern Horizon 2 cards, and this time we will be focusing on the red cards. Yes, rares and mythics. Yes. And some uh, some comments and uncommons we like. Yes. So, I'm going to start with this with this first card. It's a rare. Blood Raid Marauder. It's one in a red, human berserker. It can't block, and it has delirium, which is a... Uh, Oh, well, when it has Delirium, this spell has Cascade. And Delirium is when there are four or more card types among cards in graveyard. In your graveyard. And it's a 3-1. So, uh, Kevin, kind of agree. Actually, I'm kind of agreeing with both of you. Darren, you have this as Fringe. <laughs> well, why? Okay, so, um, I think it's Fringe just because it's, it's kind of hard to pull off, um, Delirium. Even in modern, when you can fetch a land, play Mistress Bobble, and um, just have like play Thoughtseize and and like and like Fatal Push. Okay, but doing all that before turn two sounds kind of hard. Um, and I feel like there's a card that you want to play on turn two. Just it's mm-hmm. it's pretty aggressively costed, and yeah. So, um. I think it's just kind of hard to pull out the delirium right on turn two. Okay, okay, I see that. And we'll go to me because I'm kind of in the middle between combo and fringe. And I agree with you, like, getting delirium off early could be... You get, you gotta go through some hoops. But I think it's doable in modern, and... You, you want to play this turn two, but only when it has... Or, let me rephrase it. You only want to play this when you have delirium, right? Mm-hmm, I agree. So... You don't have to necessarily play this turn two. Like, it's not the end of the world if you don't play this turn two. It's always going to have value as long as you have Delirium. And I like that. But you're right there and you, you want to play this real quick because it's an aggressive creature. You're probably going to put this in an aggro deck. But I, I like this card. I'm going to play this. Uh, Kevin? Ooh, yeah. Um, I do agree and disagree with kind of the points you said. Um, uh, I I do think that the de- the delirium on this you wanna activate it whenever possible, but I like what you said, Micah, about running this in an aggro deck, because at turn two, a three one and turn two is pretty decent, and hmm. they would have to deal with it. Otherwise, there's three damage on the board. Um, okay. I do also think that aggro decks would benefit from this the most. Uh, another deck that I thought of was just burn decks for this thing. And if you run this on a burn deck, mm. you can't afford to play it later. Because at that point, you probably have maybe a creature, a fetch land, an instant, and a sorcery. Yeah, yeah. So like, you have a mix there of things you can probably cascade off of. And then with that, you will you can um, also just replenish or just play a burn spell to win you the game when this when has cascade. Right, yeah. Um, also, it's a human. So we we can like it's very yeah. hard not to ignore that when you have the human archetype there. It is red in humans, so maybe you can't really aether vial this because aether vial does not give this a cast trigger. You have to play this card. Oh, true. But huh? if you do play this and you have delirium off in a deck like that's aggressive, like 
uh, burn or humans, it does help replenish your board state. Yeah. In humans, like in the humans archetype, what what's it gonna hit if you cascade? Probably like <laughs> what are the names? <laughs> the two white champion windows. of the parish. Yeah. Champion of parish. parish. As and per sentinel. <laughs> Ooh, that, <laughs> no, that's thing. Um, that's true, yeah. It hits. It it can bring back aether. It can bring aether vial in, if for some oh, reason true, you don't have yeah. an aether vial. Yeah. Um, it is flexible in that case, but because it is flexible and that you don't know what's gonna get you from humans, I do like it more in burn, because yeah, yeah, you're gonna hit something that's gonna hit the opponent. Yeah, I like it. It's it's very aggressive. I would love to see when you play this card. Yeah, <laughs> you will. Oh, true. I I think um, this ca- this card also kind of reminds me of Abbot of Carol Keep. Ooh, okay. Uh, two yeah, two mana human monk prowess. When it enters the battlefield, exile top card of your library, and we play. You may play that card that turn uh, until yeah. end of turn. Yeah. Ah. Uh, two one. So this kind of plays similarly, uh, except it's except the it does it's not free. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. And it, it 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 gets better, like not better, but like you're you're more able to cast um cast the thing that you like exile on the top, like later in the game. Oh, with Abbott. So it does have that. Yeah. yeah with Abbott. Same thing with um. Same thing with uh, uh the Bloodbird Marauder. Kind of. I, I feel. I feel like it's the same. Like they kind of. Yeah. They're kind of filling the sim like a similar spot. Like you're trying to get value. Not necessarily on turn two, but like later, yeah. or like past turn yeah, it's two. Yeah, the same feel. Uh, but Marauder. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it's only gonna hit one drop cards, right? Because it's cascade into. Oh, true. Or as Darren into. would say it would hit an ornithopter. Then. <laughs> um, so Darren, question for you, because you love Bro- Bloodbraid Elf, right? Mm. So oh, yes. this card is a mini version of that. So, but you you were the one who rated this the lowest. Is it because it only has two mana value, or is it because it has the delirium activation? Which one of those is the bigger mm-hmm. turn off for you? So, I I like the delirium mechanic. Um, I I like playing Grimflayer. Uh, it's a little bit hard to pull off like having uh, having delirium on Grimflayer early, mm-hmm. but. Um, I rated it low because I guess I was kind of comparing it to Bloodbraid because Bloodbraid, there's no there's no restrictions on it. She just gives you a free card and the three like, and because the cards are like three mana two mana, mm-hmm. there there's more there you're you're cascading into so more. So you're saying power. Yeah. this one the mana value is the bigger um, downside for you compared to Bloodbraid Elf than the Delirium. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that I think that would be a downside. It, it's 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 just not the play. It's just also not my play style. Yeah, I was just curious because yeah, I was surprised that you rated it the lowest out of all of us. Yeah, it's it's, it's more for aggro, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that one. Okay, next card, uh, Kevin. You want to read this one? Sure. Uh, the card is Brea's Apprentice. It costs two colorless and one red. It is an artifact cre- creature, another human artificer. Uh, two three. When Brea's Apprentice enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 colorless Thopter artifact creature token with flying. And then it has an activated ability where if you tap and sacrifice an artifact, you can choose one of two effects. You can either exile the top card of your library and then you can play that card until the end of your next turn. 
Or target creature gets plus two plus zero until end of turn. That is a mouthful. Yeah. So uh, what do you think, Kevin? We we all agree on this, right? Yeah, it is a throwback <laughs> to Brea. Oh, oh, I is, actually don't know. This. <laughs> uh, it it's like a big commander card. Ah. And ah. Um, Brea actually has multiple colors in it. So this one is, I guess, one of her apprentices, which takes over <laughs> the red part. And it is, it is kind of a scaled-down version of Brea because Brea also makes a Thopter token, but hmm. then her abilities, um, you don't need to tap, and they're stronger. They're bigger. Huh. So I, I like the throwback. I don't like the power level of the card. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is this is a bulk, right? Yeah. Uh, three mana for uh, three four power on the field. That's okay. Mm-hmm. But the ability to it's it's not. The ability's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of underwhelming. Mm-hmm. Darren, yeah, same. I think I'd, I'd I would rate this card higher if it had a taste, so that you can like, uh-huh. like you can uh so that you can sack the thing, right away. But yeah. It's, it's just not doing anything on turn Yeah, but then the thing three. is also, if you sack an artifact, uh, you tap the apprentice, so he can't even attack. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> yeah. True. Well, for me, the first card I thought of to compare this to is a PNLR, which is in the same slot. Uh-huh. It's three mana value, but then PNLR's activated abilities, they don't require tapping, so you can just activate it right away. Yeah, this, this is bulk. This yeah. Is limited stuff. All right, next card, Darren. You wanna read this one? Okay, so this is Calibrated Blast, uh, three mana instant, uh, two colorless, one red. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal a non-land card. Put the revealed cards on the bottom of your library in a random order. When you reveal a non-land card this way, Calibrated Blast deals damage equal to that card's mana value to any target, and it has flashback. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what do you think? <laughs> you have trash? Yeah, yeah. Um, am, am I is my assessment wrong on this one? We did all rate it around pretty low. Yeah. I mean, well, what do you think, Darren? It, it's it's too gimmicky, right? I mean, you're uh, if you're playing if you're running if you're running other calibrated blasts, you reveal. Calibrated blast. I guess in like commander, like if you're playing like a a red chaos deck, this is probably just <laughs> the first card I thought of was a blasphemous <laughs> act. If you're running this in commander, oh yes, oh yeah. <laughs> but then yeah, yeah, still, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I mean, a funny play would be if you scry your scry through your deck so you can arrange what's gonna be there or yeah, use uh, right. brainstone to kind of fix it. That would be funny. Yeah, but it, it's just too much to set up, and it's. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't think there's a lot. Of, uh, how how Heavy how much price. mana is Star of Extinction? That's the. Oh, is it, is it nine? Is it nine? Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, it's lower. It might be even lower, but a lot of <laughs> yeah. uh, a lot of the expensive mana cards are not in red, so That's whatever true, you're yeah. trying to gimmick out of this, it's gonna be in another color that you probably can't even cast in your deck. So. I mean, Ember Cool, 
I mean, because <laughs> she's colorless, yeah. but the, the other card I thought of was um, that, was it that that Convoke Indestructible Worm? Oh, the worm! Costs, the pervious how much great worm. 17? Or so, so it oh, was, I, I forgot. forgot. It was something really high, or 13 or something like that. Yeah, but it was pretty high. You're not going to kill an opponent in one shot with this. It'd be funny if you do. I would yeah. Oh, it's only you. 10. That's <laughs> 10, okay. The great worm is 10. Yeah. I'm thinking of something else, but yeah, it's... The Star of Extension is... um. Is uh, seven? Seven. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's funny card, yeah. but I hope yeah. you don't open this in your packs. <laughs> I mean, flashback makes it a little more spicy, but yeah, yeah. And if you're like kind of arranging your deck, you probably want to play miracles instead, right? Yeah. Like this is kind of. <laughs> oh, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's on the low end. Yeah. All right. I'll read this next one. Chant encounter. It's a. It costs two and two red red. So it's a rare enchantment. Whenever you win a coin flip, put a luck counter on chant encounter. At the beginning of your upkeep, if chance encounter has ten or more luck counters on it, you win the game. I uh, this <laughs> yeah, it's kind of gimmicky, right? It's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris isn't here with us, but uh, he likes running these types of combos, and he <laughs> did say he likes this card. Yeah. Yeah, there's. He rated he rated this card as as combo. combo. I like. <laughs> what did you rate it as? Staple what is in it? What is the your fringe. Rate? Staple in the okay. oh staple in the fringe. Right, yeah, I have it as bulk. Like, there's that one. I don't know if it's still in standard, but it's probably not going to see play in modern. There's a card where it's like I think it's a vampire. You can pay life and you flip a coin, and if you win, you gain like double life. Oh, uh, that I you think paid. Uh, Tavern Swindler. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that was like back that. in Ravnica, but yes. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, maybe you can do something with that, but yeah, this this is mm -hmm. eh, this well, is Mimi. Yeah, another <laughs> card maybe would be uh, Rakdos, Showstopper. Oh oh yeah, yeah. that might get. Oh, oh that does that cards, one yeah. or, or Mirror March, where you keep flipping <laughs> until you lose. Oh man, something like that can win you the game next turn. But then that's the thing. Uh, a lot of these like instant or alternate win con cards, they're usually at the beginning of your upkeep. Uh, so you, s yeah. if, if if you flip any of those cards, you might be winning already anyway. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, but it is a reprint. This one's a reprint to modern. So oh, uh, it is. Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's. I want to see uh, Chris play excited. it, but yeah, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> All right, next card, uh, Kevin. You, you got this one. Sure. Chef's Kiss. It's an instant. It costs one colorless and uh, two red. And it says, Gain control of target spell that targets only a single permanent or player. Copy it, then reselect the targets at random for the spell and the copy. And the new targets can't be you or a permanent you control. Okay. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a mouthful. Uh, let, let's start going up from the bottom. Darren, you, you say it's trash. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I, it's three mana, so I'm thinking there's a called called Reverberate that mm -hmm. also does this thing, Um, but it doesn't, like, it doesn't Copy. change the target. Mm. Like, it only, it copies it, okay. and then it lets you reselect the target for it. This one, it kind of, like, prevents you from getting killed by whatever this thing is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, 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 it's, it's, eh. 
I'm okay on it. I think it's a funny card, <laughs> yeah. but I'm okay. I'm okay on it. Yeah, it's it's bulk to me. It, it's it's spicy. I mean, but three mana, yeah, and it's possible that this is just a dead card in your hand. Like if your opponent's not playing anything that targets a single permanent. I mean, there's gonna be spot removal, of course. You can do that, but there are gonna be a lot of times when this does nothing in your hand. And let's see. So you control the targets for both copies, right? The mm -hmm. original spell. That's yeah. You could do some <laughs> shenanigans, right? I think Matthew would play this card. But wait, know. wait, hold on. It. Huh? Oh, you make a copy of yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Ho ho ho! <laughs> Actually, I like, I like it. it. I, uh, there you go. You know. There we go. Uh, it's, it's still <laughs> meme for me, huh? Yes, I'll throw it to Kevin. I like it because of the chaos. Um, <laughs> it is chaos. Yeah, Darren may not have noticed it, but you do get two free spells that you're randomly shooting at things. <laughs> and <laughs> technically, this is kind of a counter spell. It is. Yeah. It is. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. Kind of. It kind of redirects it. The 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 card I thought of was Narcissus Reversal. <laughs> or yeah, you kind of. Or um, what was that card from Guilds of Ravnica where you redirect the target of like a spell? Spell Swindle? No, no, no. That's it. Uh, uh, I used to run it against you guys and then... I don't remember. I forgot, but it's kind of like that. So I'll look it up later, but hmm. I like this because if someone's... You would only use... Well, if you really like Chaos, you can just use this whenever. Like when it's not even <laughs> targeting you and then <laughs> yeah. just go for it. The good thing is you're protected from it. The the chaos right. you're safe from the chaos. So this is great in multiplayer games just to see what would happen with it. And <laughs> whoever it might even end up biting the player who cast the card in the first place. Right. Maybe they, it's random. Mm -hmm. And yeah. the copy and the spell can hit the the same target. It's yes. Yeah. It's random. So <laughs> this is gonna be a funny card. <laughs> I I think I might. I might not play this in in modern, but I mean, I do have like a mono red commander deck that might <laughs> like this card. I this, this can get around a Banefire, right? Because you're yes. not countering it; you're yes. just redirecting it. <laughs> <laughs> I would just want to make a deck now that's just deflecting palm and chef's <laughs> kiss, and you, you just you're just throwing things around. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah, but uh, competitive, uh, <laughs> no, nah, it's just not going to do it. Mm -hmm. And right, yeah, next. it's double red, so oh. it's very limited. So. Yeah. Okay, next card. Oh, I'm going to read this one. I it. like this. It says, Dragon's Rage Channeler. It's an uncommon human shaman creature. Costs one red. And it has, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, surveil one. And it has delirium. Again, as long as there are four or more card types in your graveyard. This card gets plus two, plus two, and flying, and attacks each combat if able. So I am playing this. I am. I love it. I have it as playable. <laughs> oh, we all have it as playable. Okay. Great. Because it is playable. <laughs> so the floor of this is a 1-1-4-1. One, one, one. Yeah, okay. But it has, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, you can surveil. And surveil helps a lot throughout the game. Like, even if you, like... Uh, top deck this in your top deck mode this will help you like go improve your draws and help it turn itself on with delirium because you can just pitch the pitcher card 
And I can see this doing really well in some sort of um, hollow one deck, things like that. Going through your cards, pitching them. And for that, one mana, three, three flyer, that's that's great. I love that. Darren? Um, I don't know about a hollow one deck, but I, w I do like this. This is kind of like a Delver. It is a three. Mm. It's a three, three two flyer. Three. So it is exactly like a Delver. Well, three, um, three. It would be a three three. Oh, I can't. I can't math. I'm sorry. Uh, three <laughs> three flyer. Um, it's it's good. It's good. Um, it fuels itself. The Delirium again. It's hard, but it's doable. Especially like if you if for this one, I'm more forgiving of it just because like, I feel like you can. The deck that you're putting this in is is more of a, it can be more of a mid range deck, mm. uh, like a mid range or controly Delver style deck. Mm. Yeah, it, it yeah that that's that's where I'm put that's where I feel that this deck is gonna this card is gonna be put in. I like it. All right, good. <laughs> You'd be better, <laughs> Kevin. So I also like this. Um, nice. Let's get the minor thing out of the way first. It's a human. I don't think this will I... be in the humans deck though because usually that deck is just full of creatures yeah i like this card in is it prowess <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> because this thing will just dig and oh, yeah. you'll most likely have delirium while you're digging cards on the stack that's just Ooh. how busted this is yeah that's because is it prowess yeah, yeah. it has draw power and it has this thing has surveil so you're digging very deep and very specifically and you're probably going to trigger delirium while you're doing that yes. with manamorphose or maybe with your blue draw spells and yeah you're you're gonna get delirium pretty quickly with this thing and it is an uncommon and it's worth six dollars and climbing oh, because oh, of man. that I haven't I seen one, one in a pack have you yet. Yours yet? And, uh, All right. Yeah. I need Chris to pull one. Yeah. <laughs> take it off, please. Six bucks for an uncommon. This That's... is better than all the other cards we previewed before. Right now on red, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> all those other rares. This is a. This is yeah. Yeah. It, this is a hit. All right. Next card. Uh, Mike, have, wait, oh, oh. Mike, have you gotten yours yet? I have three. Ooh, <laughs> I need more. Nice. Nice. Yeah. One of them's from me, right? Yes. <laughs> I pulled two. <laughs> oh, good job. Oh, nice. Actually, Brian might have pulled one, and I just took it from <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> okay. Next card, uh, Darren? Yeah, you want to read this one? I feel like you'd play this. Uh, Flame Blitz? Oh, this is an uncommon. Uh, one mana enchantment. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, Flame Blitz deals five damage to each Planeswalker. Cycle two. Oh, sorry. Kevin, did you put this on the list? I did not actually. I put this on the list. Oh, you did. Okay, good. Um, okay, you read it. Yeah, it's it's an enchantment. Okay, I'm kidding. Uh, that's <laughs> not gonna go to enchantress. <laughs> uh, I think this is this is a good card. Uh, in I maybe as a as a sideboard card. You put it on fringe. Okay, okay, sideboard. Yeah, yeah I, I buy that. I definitely sideboard this. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. In what deck would you sideboard this? In. I mean. I don't know if you're gonna run this in. I don't know where. I guess any any 
any mid range deck, any 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 deck that runs mm -hmm. red that that you could you feel that's gonna have trouble with uh, planeswalkers. So I guess would you not. Run this in burn? I wouldn't run this in burn just because I don't think. Um, I think they'll be. I think they'll be dead by the time they play their, their, uh, <laughs> their Karn, their Teferi, their Tiny Teferi. Ren and oh, hold on. <laughs> Wait, no, you can, you can just bolt Ren and Six, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's pretty low. Yeah, so I think I think you're. This is hitting um, like three mana Teferi or. Or Jace, or or Car wait, uh, Karn. Uh! I think it still hits Karn pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Some versions, yes. Yes. Some versions. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, yeah. Uh, this is definitely a sideboard card. I, I think you're right. Like a mid rangey deck that has any red, that has a tough time dealing with planeswalkers. It's good in. Uh, aggro. They probably have enough like damage to get through planeswalkers anyway. If they really need to hit it, uh, cycling two is nice too. But yeah, this is it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Kevin. Yeah, I agree. Um, I like the first part already. Just a sideboard. The cycling, I think, is just a good addition for it, in case you don't need it, or in case you have multiples of this guy. You're, you don't need to deal 20 damage to a Planeswalker. You're not going to play four of these. Five should maybe be enough. Maybe two? Yeah. Unless maybe. If you really hate them, you know, you play yeah. two of it, them. It does have cycling. But uh -huh. Yeah. It might yeah. help you or let you play multiple copies. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, you probably only need one. On <laughs> you only board. need the one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next card. Uh, oh, it's a common. Who put this? Who put it? Was it Darren? That's an uncommon. Flame Rift? Oh, it's... Oh. Sorry, it says C on the list. Oh, oh. my bad. No, okay, Darren, you put this, you read it. Okay. It was a common. <laughs> uh, Flame Rift? <laughs> Hold on, let me... Sorry. I'm looking for it. Hmm. Well, I can read it. If you... Alright, Flame Rift. One and a red. Sorcery. Uncommon sorcery. Flame Rift deals four damage to each player. Darren, you can start with the... Well, actually, down. Micah, you can start with this. <laughs> I can... Uh, all, right, all right. I mean, this is... This just goes in burn, right? Oh, yes. Oh, this is, easily. That's, that's the only thing I can think of. I mean, it's maybe for some aggro decks. Uh, four ma or two mana for four damage. It's okay. But, yeah, I can, I can only see this in burn. So would Death Shadow. No, oh, <laughs> yeah, Death Shadow. Oh, man. Death Shadow loves oh, that's, that's this true, card, dude. I would I, I would love to see that in Death Shadow as just a fringe application of it. It it does it does help. It, it does, does help it Death does. Shadow. Um, it's a reprint to Modern, and the old oh. card was a common, I guess, in Darren's defense. Oh. Oh, um, okay, okay. But I agree. The main, main use I see for this is Burn. Uh... It's a decent rate for two mana. It's not the best rate, but yeah. it just feels like such a slap in the face if someone does this because <laughs> that means they really, really, really just want to burn the life out of you that yeah, they don't mind it's... taking damage. <laughs> <laughs> so I like it. So for the yeah, burn players, um, would you guys play this in burn? Yes. Yeah. So this is in the same slot as Lightning <laughs> Helix and Boros like, I just really, really just want to burn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
What's competing with it? They have no burn decks. Um, Boros Charm. Boros Charm. And, um, Lightning Helix. Um, Boros Charm. Lightning Helix. Helix. Searing Blaze. I don't know. Searing Blaze, yeah. yeah. Um, this Skull one's a bit crack? more flexible, though. Because of the one colorless. Yeah, I would also say Skull Crack would be. Uh... Yeah. I mean, it's just another four of burn spell, right? <laughs> I would. I, I don't know if I'd run, I would I don't know if I'd run four just because I would want Skull Crack and Lightning Helix and other things in there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but this <laughs> this fits right in, right? Oh yes. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. And it, this is awesome in multiplayer because it hits everyone. Oh, he, <laughs> hits oh everyone. true. <laughs> There's that too. Yeah. And um, if you have if uh you have Sha- Chandra, hmm. and then you replicate Ooh. this. Ooh, or scary. let's say you have Torbran, or let's say you have cards <laughs> that increase damage. That's scary. Yeah. Oh no, that oh, would be funny. No. Yeah, it's big damage. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, next card. Oh, Darren, read this one. Did you add this? I feel like you added this. Right, he did. Oh, Flame Tongue Yearling. Uh-huh. Um, it's red, red. Uh, creature Kavu. Yeah. Uh, multi-kicker for two. Uh, Flametongue Yearling enters the battlefield with plus one, plus one counter for each time you it was kicked. Uh, when this card enters the battlefield, it deals damage equal to its power to target creature. It's a 2-1. Hmm. So it enters the battlefield uh, on turn two. It can hit uh, something for two. Yeah. It's a callback, right, Darren? Yes, very. It is a callback to FTK Flame Tongue Kabu, which is a four mana, three mana that uh, that does four damage. I thought it was four. I I I could be remembering. Is it it four? I'm so sorry. Kevin, do you know off the top of your? (laughs) Yeah, it's it's four four mana. It's four. Three colorless and one. Yeah, it's a four two. Yes. So that hits for four. It does the same thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, a very cool callback. you like it, right, Darren? Are you gonna play this? I like it. Um, I, uh, it would just need a home. Um, yeah. Michael, would you play this in your um? In my aggro deck, my red. In your uh, delirium. In your bushwhacker deck. I feel like I can side it in. I, I, it's it's a two one with a shock, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the floor. Yeah. And I like that. Like, if I need, if I really need removal, or like I need. You could kind of use it as a combat trick, right? And swing in, and then they mm. block with something, and then you can shock it. I, I like it, but I I'd leave it in the sideboard because uh, aggro has a lot of damage in the first place. But I like that it can get bigger later in the game. That makes it really flexible. But I, I can see it being in the sideboard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin, yeah, you have it as fringe. fringe. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I like the callback. Um. I think the best use of it is kind of what Micah said, where you drop this and you shock something. It's it's a nice value trade if you can kill whatever's there. Yeah. Um, I think the best application of it is something like 8-whack, like what Micah's running, where if you drop this, you can shoot a blocker, and if you can deal damage with it by giving it haste, Ooh, yeah, that yeah, would be yeah. very nice. Um, but it's not a bad value, I would say, for two, for two mana for a creature, but yeah. there is a lot of competition there for that slot, and this is more of just an incidental thing. Maybe, yeah, as a sideboard, if you need to switch out 
some creatures that aren't working out or if you need to switch out some spells and just like play a more creature heavy style maybe I like mm. it in that sense so yeah yeah I, I like it mm-hmm. are you gonna play it Naren? It, just needs a, it needs a home um, yeah. yeah it just needs a home yeah. for me okay next card oh our first mythic Kevin you wanna read this one sure the card is fury it's three colorless and two red it's a creature, Elemental Incarnation. It's a 3-3 with Double Strike. When Fury mm. enters the battlefield, it deals 4 damage divided as you choose among any number of target creatures and or planeswalkers. And it has an evoke cost. If you exile a red card from your hand, you can cast it, but it gets sacrificed. Mm. Okay, going through our things. Uh, let's start with you, Kevin. You have it as combo. So... I kind of want to raise it even higher now. I actually ordered a couple of these. It's oh, really? the lowest rated incarnation. Um, mm, yeah. I think for for some valid reason, it is the less yes, it is the least flashiest. Yeah, but literally because it doesn't have I, flash. But I do like how you can get a lot of value out of it against the right matchup if mm. you're playing against an opponent that has a lot of one toughness creatures this yeah. can deal yep. with that or if they drop a planeswalker and um, I think the common situation we always say is if you're tapped out and <sighs> you need to deal with a planeswalker right away you can you can play this guy mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. In, in that sense I like it I like I would like it more if it was one mana value cheaper. Agreed. But I think mm-hmm. a 3-3 three, three double strike for 4 mana might be a little too strong. Mm-hmm. And it does come... It's, it still comes with the enter the battlefield trigger when you play it that way. So I think if you were able to hard cast this and you get some value out of the burn da- the ping damage from it, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. Like, it's very flexible, right? How you can do the damage. Mm-hmm. Like, it can deal with uh, go wide decks. It can deal with planeswalkers or like uh, mid range decks that have large creatures. And I like, yeah, being able to tap out and still like deal with a board. I, I like that. Uh, hard casting this, it feels okay. The ETB is nice and 3 3 double strike, it, it's okay. Um,. What was it? I I was gonna say it, it's a very fair card. I think it's mm-hmm. so that's why I have it at playable. But yeah, I think the best thing, or probably the thing that'll catch most people off guard, is tapping out and being able to deal with uh, some creatures or a planeswalker. But yeah, uh, I Darren? guess uh, just oh. to uh, kind of add yeah. one more thing. Yeah, like uh, Darren's probably gonna talk about it too. But the fact that it doesn't have flash, it's 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 a sorcery. So sad. Yeah. Right. Uh. Oh, right. So when you evoke it, you can't. Can you? You can't evoke it instant speed, huh? No. Um. Unless the creature has flash on it. So that's uh, why the the blue one and the white one. They and the green have, one. And the green one, yeah. They all have flash. Yeah, yeah. That that holds it back. Mm-hmm. But eh, still, I think it's I think it's mm-hmm. fair. Darren, busted. Oh man. <laughs> uh, is, 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 is that what I said? Oh, I said I was about. Yeah, yeah no, actually. In caps. 
Um, <laughs> this is probably my favorite um, of the of the incarnation. Oh. Wow. Um, it, it just means it can dispatch so many things. Uh, uh, like, and like, and it's fair. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it is fair. I think at four mana, it might be too good. It would definitely be too good on four mana because it, oh, yes. it has double I strike. Yeah. I think I think it, on, yeah. at four mana, it would just like no one would be playing Bloodbraid. No one would be playing. Um, no one's Ooh. playing like Huntmaster anymore. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, so in Jund, I would say this is pretty good. Um, hmm. This could be in a sideboard of of a more as uh, another like red mid range deck that isn't running white or blue. So they would have their own like. Uh, evoke incarnation thing um, and I just want to see someone like evoke this and just kill like four <laughs> one one tokens mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna feel good feel- yeah. <laughs> that'd be the best thing that's what I was imagining that would be the best scenario for <laughs> you could ephemerate this right that's you a lot could. of damage yes um, I'm also we were on the topic earlier if you have cards that increase damage <laughs> or brand or other things. <laughs> yeah, that's scary. Yeah, probably on the low end of the incarnations, right? Mm-hmm. But still, 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 still a good yeah, card. It's re- it's respectable. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next card, uh, Kevin. You want to read this one? Sure. It's um, glimpse of tomorrow. It costs zero because it has to um, it has to spend three for two red, and it's a sorcery. And what it does is shuffle all permanents you own into your library, then reveal that many cards from the top of your library. Put all non-aura permanent cards revealed this way onto the battlefield, then do the same with aura cards, then put the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. <laughs> yes, very interesting card. Very. So, um, what do I have? It has combo fridge. Fringe, Darren asks why. <laughs> why? Uh, Kevin, you also have it. French combo. So, there, uh, Kevin, uh, what combos are you thinking? That's what the thing. Of? It's. I feel that they made this card for, for a purpose. Yeah. But the thing is, um, you can whiff, because you're not replacing your your field one for one. You're just looking at the top ten cards. For example, you have ten permanents on the board. Shuffle. And then you play this. You're only looking at the top ten cards. From uh, those ten cards, some of those might just be instants or sorceries, and you can't even play them. Oh, uh, this is true. Yeah. So that's the thing I don't like about it. I I do feel like they were going for something here. Bogles, maybe. I'm not sure. Like a red Bogles that, deck. That'd be kind of interesting, but interesting. S- still, it's well, maybe Bogles if you if they somehow get rid of your creature. This thing, what it would do is it would replace your lands with maybe a comeback and you can rebuild something like that. Mm-hmm. So in this combo, you'd be playing all permanents just so that you can, you're able to like yes. stick everything on the battlefield right, again. Make sure everything mm-hmm. yeah. But then Bogles is semicolor and this is double red, so I'm not even sure yeah. what you would do with this. What I was thinking about this card, well, first things first, it's suspend three. It's hard to like see what your board state's gonna be when this actually resolves. <laughs> That's true. If you but get I was thinking, wet. yeah, if you have a lot of tokens, 
because those are permanents, right? Mm-hmm. If you can try to get a bunch of permanents and then get this to resolve, you can hit a lot of stuff from your deck and probably just win from there. But yeah, you have to build around this, and I just don't know how to go about it. Uh, Darren, what are your thoughts? I think this besides is, asking why. I, I think this is just a commander card for 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 a chaos deck. I think that's what this is. <laughs> chaos. Um, chaos. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. But then, even then, like, you might whiff because you're playing other chaos cards, so you're probably gonna whiff on <laughs> yeah. on that too. But I don't know, man. That's that. Yeah, that's that's why you play the deck, right? You you wanna you wanna like you you hope for the best, but you never, <laughs> you know, it's it's never what you expect. Yeah, yeah. This is, I don't know. Maybe some big brain can get this to work in a deck. It's spicy, but, I, but yeah, it's yeah, it's. I bet Matthew's gonna play this. <laughs> Probably will, but um, it, and the thing is, um, suspend three is not bad. It's not. Yeah, I think I think this I think is, it might even be better to play it that way, just so you can prepare yeah, you your have board more time. state. Yeah. yeah, rather than surprise. Oh, I'm shuffling my board. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I agree. If you cascade into this, it's not the most fun. You might not <laughs> want to. <laughs> That's true. Unless you really like chaos, then just like. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next card. Oh, I'll read this one. This one is Goblin Bombardment. It costs one and a red. It's a rare enchantment, and it has sacrifice a creature. Goblin Bombardment deals one damage to any target. And I have this as bulk, and you guys have this as fringe. Okay. Uh, I guess we can start with me because I, I actually play goblins, sort of. I two mana for this to hit the board, and then you might not even do anything with it. <laughs> it's like a goblin grenade that's got going <laughs> down. Yeah, because that's that's the competition, right? Like, I think I'd rather just play goblin grenades because it's one mana and it does mm-hmm. five damage. Mm-hmm. Any target. Any target. Yeah, this yep. is... I, I, I don't know about this. Maybe there's a combo. This could be a combo piece, right? If you have a bunch of goblins. But still, like, there's yeah. Siege Gang Commander and other, like, goblin sack outlets mm-hmm. that I, I don't think this is doing it. Uh, Kevin? Um, I agree. I think this needs a home of some sort. The only deck I'm thinking of which can afford to sacrifice creatures for this would aristocrats but aristocrats usually doesn't run red unless you're running mm. the mardu build and i think there are better sacrifice outlets than pinging your opponent for one yeah yeah um i i, I guess my brain is just stuck on it because we keep mentioning <laughs> it uh, but if you have torbrand or other things that increase <laughs> damage <laughs> maybe <laughs> but then it is it is a cheap um sacrifice engine but for one damage, I, I don't think you're getting a lot of value out of your creatures. I don't think they appreciate you're just wasting them for one damage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's a free sacrifice. Yeah, there's red, that. But, but still, yeah. It's, I don't think it feels good. Yeah. Darren, uh, you agree? I think, this, I think this is a card that doesn't have a home yet. So, I feel like in the future... I agree, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, in- it is a reprint to modern, so maybe it's... Like in the future, if we'll figure something out. Yeah, like if in the future there was like uh, more cards that had like red die triggers or 
Uh, Annex. I, I guess. Ooh, yeah, cool. sure. Like, so cards that have like die triggers might want this because, um, and then you just you just play like fling and uh, <laughs> with, with that deck, right? <laughs> yes. So you know, eh, it can in the future. I'm listening, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think in the future <laughs> this this card gets better, uh, but for now, uh, eh, it's okay. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next card. Oh, uh, Kevin, you want to read this one? Ooh, yes. Harmonic Prodigy. It's one colorless and one red. It's a human wizard. One three. And it has prowess. And then, if an ability of a shaman or another wizard you control triggers, that ability triggers an additional time. Okay. Um, I want to start with Darren, who has this at Fringe. While we have it as playable. Darren? Um, Why? Why Fringe? Why? Uh, uh, it's 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 just the nu- well, okay. Fringe, as in it's you're <laughs> gonna be playing this in a shaman, uh, shaman deck or a wizard deck. So mm. that's what I mean by fringe. It's very niche in what it, in in like the decks that I can fit okay. in. Yeah, is it good in those decks? Oh, do you think? Yeah, I think you want to be playing because like I think the the shaman deck wants to do but has like a bunch of ETP triggers. The wizards have like ETP triggers. Like that's what that's like, <laughs> like the de- what the decks like want to do. Snappy. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. So Kevin, well, what are you gonna do with this? I this love card? this card. I yeah. I I don't know what Darren is. Talking <laughs> no, about. I said fr- I like fringe, and as in like it's gonna it, it's gonna just fit in those decks. It can fit into so many things just because yeah. it's a shaman or a wizard, and well, first of all, it's not legendary. You can stack yeah, these. Scary. Yeah. It has prowess, mm-hmm. so it can trigger itself with the prowess triggers. This thing has double prowess on it. I think so, it's another. It says another. Oh, it's another. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but one if of you the have cards, two, <laughs> yeah, if you have two, the first card I yeah. I did think of for this maybe because I I built it back in standard was um Adelis the Cinderwind from Dominaria. Oh, that's scary! Oh, that's scary! Yeah. Where whenever you cast an instant or sorcery, wizards you control get plus one plus one until end of turn, and that's a wizard by itself. So, right. so things like that. Um, I I I guess I see what Darren's saying, where it only works in decks that runs wizards or shamans, but mm. you can you can kind of make a dedicated deck out of this. Darren, this triggers Archeomancer. <laughs> I, I guess. No. I mean, it, yeah, it is the best blue card, but. <laughs> the best blue card. <laughs> I don't know about that, but it it is very flexible. Uh, red is a wizardy color. You do get a lot of wizards in red. I think red is also and, the shaman color, and red is a shaman color. Mm, yeah. So that's um. I think there was a deck before that uh, Saffron Olive made. Yeah, that that's, was that's what I was thinking about. The shaman. Shaman, okay. shaman yeah. tribal. <laughs> yeah. So that would be nice. Oh, um. A cool thing is um, Burning Tree Emissary is a oh. shaman. Oh, oh it that's is. Crazy. Oh, so, that's crazy. Yeah. You know, things like that. It it has a lot of applications. I feel that if you play around it. Um, Micah Champion of Wits. Oh, I like you know, that. That's the thing. So it's um, I like also that it only has one red on it. So you can slot it into Boros Wizards or Is It Wizards or it is oh, wizards. Five Color Wizards. I don't know. It's... Yeah. I like color it. Shaman. I like the card. Yeah, I, I agree with everything you said. This, 
I feel like this has a lot more homes than Darren thinks. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The shamans and wizards are kind of everywhere. This uh, this triggers a noble hierarchs of exalted twice, right? Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's what this is basically like a kind of a selective panharmonicon, right? Yeah. Shamans and wizards, mm-hmm. and it has prowess itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is scary. In like Kevin said, like is it some is it builds? I have a bunch of wizards, Adelies for sure, and it's I, I like it. I, I want to see people play with this. Um, this it's spicy. Yeah. Like, let me just like list some more cards. Dreadhorde Arcanist. Uh, <laughs> That's a wizard. Yeah. Well, I guess Dragon Ray Chandler would get two surveil triggers. Uh, Ooh. I'm not sure that'd be relevant for you. Yeah. Um, Elvish Visionary gets. Tr- uh, oh, that's a shaman. Triggers. Huh? Yeah. Um, oh. I think adding shaman to it just made it really, really flexible. Um, I think Fanatic Amogus will. Yes. I th- oh no! Uh, I think I did see. I think the the Monterey Devotion deck I was telling you guys about before it was running this and Fanatic Amogus. Yeah, let us double. So the Fanatic Amogus, uh, the burn trigger on it would trigger oh. twice. Oh, that's scary! Oh, it's a creature, right? Mm-hmm. It oh, looks like an enchantment, yeah. Yeah, it's a creature. I do like that you can also stack it. Um, chat yeah. triggers. <laughs> no, yeah, it's you like guys, that. you guys convinced me. I think, I think I should rate this a little bit higher. But I think yeah, it's just you do have to. Oh, sorry. Go I ahead. think. <laughs> hmm. No, yeah. I think I'd want to see you guys play it. Yeah, you will. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> expensive, though, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, money wise. Oh, is it? How much is it? Now? I think so. I think it's. No, it's a dollar. Ten. <gasps> really? <gasps> yep. I'm gonna buy these. Yes. Just buy all of them. Yeah. Y- you kind of have to build around it, but when you do, like this can abuse so oh, many yes. ETBs. Oh yes. So the question is, are you? Are, is it? Is it just gonna be? Are you guys gonna be playing just on a wizard deck or just a shaman deck? Or are you guys gonna be like doing both? I don't know. It depends. I, I got a brute. It's flexible. Micah, yeah. Judith is a shaman. <laughs> oh no. Oh. Oh, it is! <gasps> that's so weird! Yeah. Oh, that's... Darren Kikijiki's a shaman. But I <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, speaking of Kikijiki, Darren, you want to read the next card? <laughs> okay. Um, Imperial Recruit, right? Yep. Uh, oh, my, my goodness. Uh, eh, I have to look for it. I thought you had this ready! I'm sorry, okay. Im- Got it memorized. Imperial Recruiter... Uh, <laughs> Two colorless, one red creature, human advisor. When Imperial Recruiter enters the battlefield, search your library for a creature card with power two or less. Reveal it, put it onto your hand, then shuffle. It's a one-one. Mhm. Mhm. Let's see. Playable. I have a staple. Darren has it as combo. Darren's the start. 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 With well, this. I don't know what combo this is, but it it fetches for things that have. It can fetch for anything. Um, a lot of things. Uh, yes, there's a lot of things. So many things. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I I also agree. It's this card. Well, it's not really a meme, but I think people were asking for a reprint of this card so many times because yeah. I th- well, okay, I just looked it up. The original version still cost $200, but it was printed <laughs> in Double Masters, and then now we got another one in, in Modern Horizons 2. So, well, now it's legal in Modern, which is interesting. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I guess you yes. can get Kiki Jiki with this deck. Yeah. With this card. Um, you can get the whole combo if you have <laughs> two. Then you make a copy of this guy. <laughs> and just get more. <laughs> Wait, the combo's legal, right? Uh, Kiki Jiki and Pestermite? Or Deceiver? Yes. Oh. Okay, okay just checking. <laughs> this is, so is, is twin? Twin is thing that got banned, right? Yeah, it's basically yeah, twin. twin. Oh, yeah. it's basically twin. Okay, okay, yeah. I see. Yeah, that, that's just the combo off the top of my head. But yeah, good tutor. Very good tutor. Very good tutor. <laughs> it's a human. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess this is more uh, This is more important than the in the human deck, I guess. Good thing it's not a shaman. <laughs> yeah, this hits like basically everything in the human's deck, right? Oh, yeah, anything, anything you might need. That's That's crazy. Like obvious, <laughs> playable, right? We're gonna, we're gonna see this being played. Oh yes. All right, next card. I'll read this one. Obsidian Charma. It says three generic red red. It's a rare dragon, and it has this spell costs one generic less to cast for each land your opponent's control that produce colorless mana. Has flying, obviously, and when it enters the battlefield, destroy target non-basic land and opponent controls, and it's a four-four. This is. This is a card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kevin, you want to start? This card's hilarious. I love it. It's like <laughs> Tron hate on a stick. This it's is huge Tron so hate. So good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, you don't really drop it that early until your opponent has Tron. Yeah. But if you do, it is land destruction and you get a body out of it. Yeah. That is a blowout, I think, for Tron. Yeah. And it's a good body. Very good body. Oh, it is a good body. Yeah, 4-4 four, four flying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's, it's going to... I guess Tron, it could be a 2-drop 4-4 four, four that hits a non-basic line. That's, yeah. That is scary. Are you... Okay, I'm going to ask you, is this a sideboard card? Do you think it's main boardable? I think it's main boardable depending what you're playing against. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I agree. Yeah. It's 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 a nice card. I think five mana value for a four four flyer is already pretty good, and it comes yeah. with land destruction. Yes, that that's is almost good. the rate for land destruction. So yeah. I think in that sense, it's already main deckable. The thing is, what deck does it? Maybe Ponza. Uh, yeah, we'll throw mm-hmm. it to Darren later for his Ponza perspective <laughs> on this. But yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I agree. And there are a lot of lands, or non-basic lands, that produce colorless, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it's main portable, because it can hit a lot of decks, even if it's not Tron, even if it's not, I don't know, mm-hmm. lands matter. But yeah, it's, like you said, the rate is so good, especially if it gets cheaper. Uh, land destruction on a 4-4 flying body, that's that's scary. Oh, yes. Darren, uh, what are your thoughts? Um, I think, so... Against Tron, if you're playing any other any other deck that's not land destruction, I think this is a really good card in the sideboard just because it it has the potential to just be a two mana four four flying. That's mm. already mm-hmm. a lot. That is a lot. Um so if that's turn three, you have another card that you can play. So that's what that's what I think that this is like. This is really great for this is for the sideboard of like decks that are running red against tron 
So I think this this like oh, instead yeah. of playing um, instead of playing Blood Moon, you want to be playing this. Oh. Would Ponza run this mainboard? So, Ponza would love to run this mainboard. If you're if so, the current Ponza builds run, uh, three four pillage and uh three or four um, blood boons, depending on like whatever build, right? Mm. Uh, and then you have blood braids, clothis, uh, then you like, you, you, like you, ramp, you ramp into these cards. In the five mana slot, you run dragons. You run um, Glorybringer or Stormbreath Dragon. Mm. Mm. This, can, this can replace uh, either one of those cards in that slot. Or you can have, the, you can have this card in the sideboard replace and replace it in like instead like yeah it like replace those cards so this fits really well with with ponza decks i think um so if like glory bringer is gonna suck against tron you're gonna be like you instead of instead of glory bringer you want to be playing this uh-huh. mm-hmm. so yeah definitely sideboard maybe mainboard maybe a split i would say a split yeah i didn't even talk about like it's sideboard applications like in the sideboard, this is a crazy card. Oh yeah, it, it is, yeah. What you said, it's like a blowout when you throw this at someone. Yeah, scary stuff. But yeah, mainboarding. Yeah, maybe Ponza decks. I'm not too familiar with it. Uh, I'll let Darren. Yeah, talk about that. You you did talk about that. I'm guessing <laughs> like any mid range decks that has red can mainboard this. It's a decent rate regardless. Yeah, I, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, very good card. All right. Oh, last card already. Uh, Darren, you want to read this one? Oh, it's, this, this seems like a textbook. Okay, so Rav, Ragavan, uh, Nimble Pilfer, one red. Yeah, one red, but th- this thing is like an essay, all right? <laughs> Legendary creature, monkey pirate, whenever whenever this creature deals damage, uh, comma damage to a player, create a treasure token, and exile the top card of that player's library. Until end of, the, uh, until end of turn, you may cast that card it has dash for one red and one colorless it is a two one i'm surprised this card doesn't have haste like flat out <laughs> that would be that, that would, would be too, too much strong. that's guaranteed <laughs> just, just, that's guaranteed just add more stuff to it right <laughs> all right yeah we all agree with this right this is a crazy card oh yes yeah darren you want to start you you played cards <laughs> of right did you uh <laughs> Did I play what? Carries up. I think it was me. It was me. Oh, was it you? No, that, yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you want to start? Yeah. It's kind of. I, I do have a Ragavan token. I don't have this card. This thing is <laughs> really good. Um, it's very flexible. Uh, Darren, it does kind of have some haste when you dash it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. The, I'm just surprised it doesn't have haste like right off the bat. You just just give it more things. No, but the thing no? is, if you, if you drop this turn one. And they don't respond to it. This thing is just gonna generate value from you at that point. Even so if he much. just gets one attack in after that, it's amazing. Yeah, that, I think yeah. the this I think is the most expensive card in the set right now, and partly because of Commander, where if this thing is your Commander and you can drop <laughs> it right away, that thing oh, will just it pays for itself at that point. It's amazing. Uh, I also like how it steals a card from the opponent. Maybe you can cast it, or maybe you're just you're just gonna mill them out. That card's gonna stay exiled, and 
yeah, it's 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 really good. It's it does die to removal, but I think <laughs> at that point it's either a tempo loss for you or it is too late. It's yeah. you know, you you're just you're just stopping the bleeding at that point. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. This is <laughs> so scary. You definitely want to answer it and even when you answer it you're probably going to be behind. Uh it doesn't have that clause where uh, you can cast or you can tap mana for any color, but the treasure helps with that, right? Oh yeah. But yeah, this is scary. Like dashing this in cuz if you dash it, it costs 2, but it's going to get that mana back with that treasure token. So you're kind That's of pay- paying only one mm-hmm. to get this to swing. And this is this is scary. I think this <laughs> it deserves to be the most expensive card in the set. <laughs> this is scary. Yeah. Darren, what are your thoughts? I think that's way too much text on it. That's that's all I'm thinking. <laughs> does. Uh, so, Kevin, are you going to play this in... Well, the, <laughs> to the red players, are any of you guys playing this? Theoretically... If we had the money? If we had the money, if had, yeah. If you oh, had the money, oh. in what decks would you guys play this? <laughs> any aggro. Any, yeah. Any, any. <laughs> any. So you guys would cut slots in your deck... This is like this is th- is this taking up a slot? Like is this taking up monastery monastery swift spears? Is taking oh um, no, not monastery like, swift spear. A goblin guide mm. is this what? Wh- where is this guy? Where is this in like yeah. in your radar? I think uh, eight whack might be able to find room for yeah, this. Yeah, it, it could work with eight whack. Yeah. For is it yep. prowess? I'm not sure. I think yeah. More I was for, wondering if this is working for yeah. more straight aggro decks. Yeah, more traditional aggro decks. Mm-hmm. I think. So just is this is this just a? Is I mean, a, is it's, this a it's card above in, in curve. Burn? Two one for one is above curve, and it has all those other things. And yeah, like what Micah said, when if you dash this in, you're dashing it in because it's a guaranteed hit. So you're gonna make a treasure token. So technically, it only costs one mana. Yeah. The only downside, right, is it's legendary, mm-hmm. so you can't just <laughs> spam this. Monkey. <laughs> but like, it's gonna. Most of the time, it's gonna die to removal. Like they have to remove it. So they have you know, to. Having a four of might not be a bad idea, even if it's legendary. But if you're playing against a deck that does have, le- if you're playing against a blue deck or a green deck, it's not gonna have straight removal for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're just running away with the game if this keeps going. One attack, it's survivable. But if this thing attacks you twice, that's uh, that hurts. hurts. Yeah. Yeah, and of course yeah. we didn't pull any because you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be crazy. That's so much money. All right, and Matthew. Matthew really wants this card. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. This pirate die. Oh, Kevin, you played Karizev? I did. I, I, don't I also I also played the expertise. I like Karizev because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. back in standard, it was a pretty good value because uh, she had first strike. And then when when she yeah. swung, you got the monkey, the and monkey. the monkey would just recur itself whenever Karizev attacked. Yeah, it's it's a good card, Karizev. Mm-hmm. I mean, this monkey is way stronger than that token, but uh, <laughs> it's so much strong. Yeah. Power creep. Oh. Where did this monkey? What did he do, yeah. dude? I know. <laughs> All right, that's the end of our red list. Uh, pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Like red, I like oh, it. Was... Yeah, I think this was the one where I I rated the the highest and the lowest 
not a lot of in the middle oh. cards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. yeah, this is a swingy list. Uh -huh. Like red. Yeah. yeah. Not true. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Um. No. No. All right. I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna play a couple uh, sets of these rares and mm -hmm. uncommons, especially dragons. Ragavan, yeah. right? I I think with this one, the card that we um that I already liked, I I still like. <laughs> I, I don't think I I got new ideas from this. I mean, I did get new insights, but I think I already had my mindset on what I was already looking at for this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Chef's Kiss? Yeah, thanks for that. Right. I, I would <laughs> love to play Chef's Kiss. <laughs> Chaos. I want to see what you do with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll just I'll just reflect it back with my own. <laughs> 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 True. Uh, that'd be funny. All right. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Thanks for you know. We're almost done. Two more, right? Or I don't well, know. So we have green, multicolor, and then colorless, and then oh, the colorless. lights. I guess. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna do the lands. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> do like lands. a quick like we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the lands with the for colorless them or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm excited for green though. There's some. Oh yes, there's some spice Likewise. there too. Mm -hmm. Oh, same.